welcome back to Owen the Marvel. We are recapping episode four of Falcon the Winter Soldier. I am hosting tonight. I am Sarah. With me, we have Dean. Yo, 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 we'll do my bottle flipping action. I haven't quite got a combat knife, but there is a lot of flipping action going on. I'm happy to be here in an unusual setup, weird angle, but there's some weird angles in this episode too, and that's okay. There really are. And, of course, Tyler. Hey, what's up? What's up? Uh, we do not have Sean tonight. He got his second dose of the vaccine. He is currently turning into a uh, super soldier. So we will see him no, next no, week. Going. Yes. Um, anyway, so I am taking over. Yo, this episode was fire. I am taking over control. I know nothing <laughs> about the alert. comics. I am just going to point out how much I love Zemo the whole episode. Um, and that's okay. So, let's... I love him more than I love Turkish Delight, that's for I sure. I just love him so much, <laughs> and it's a problem. Um, okay, let's start with overall thoughts of this episode. Dean, how are you feeling about this episode specifically? This episode encapsulates everything that I kind of envisioned the show to be before we saw the show. And obviously the first episode, we kind of, everyone was split up and separated and stuff. And also, you know, some of the humor and the action balance is being off. But this episode just really brought everything together in a way that I wasn't expecting to see for at least the next episode. Because I figured we'd kind of have a bit of a lull before we get to like the third act kind of stuff. But yeah, love this episode. Possibly the best thing the MCU has done in the last two years. Wow, that's strong. Strong claims. Tyler, how do you feel about this episode? This is definitely my favorite episode so far. We start with a very touching scene at the start. We end with something very shocking. Both Sam and Bucky got some time to really shine this episode and their acting. I think it's really good. And lots of good action, too. Yeah, I... I... <laughs> know how i feel about this episode i think it is the best of the four i have some issues with some of the writing stuff um and just i don't know there's some things that i'm just like what uh but yeah we'll jump into it we'll jump in with the beginning like tyler said we started six years ago seeing the scene where they deprogrammed um which are oh my god what's his name bucky Doing great. Yes. Uh, what do you guys him. think about that this him. scene? This scene touched me. Like seeing him like break this, down and crying, I was like, oh my this gosh. Episode, this episode has some of the best acting we've seen in the MCU period, including any of the movies with some of the best performances that you want to throw out there. You know, Tom Hiddleston, uh, what, whatever. Um, yeah, watching how he was kind of going from like, the intention, like the, the the distress of the situation, to like slowly like realizing that it wasn't you know working, and him finally realizing that he's free, and then kind of like breaking into that manic right, elation, yeah. um, and really, um, I don't know the name of the actress she's playing. Um, is it Ao? Ao. But that um, she really sells with you know minimal dialogue. I mean, basically, she's reciting the you know, the, the code words, and she has a couple of extra lines either side of that, but really sells, like, the relationship that he developed with her and, you know, by proxy, the, um, you know, Wakanda from his time in there, which is something we never got to see, which is obviously, we always say this, that these shows do that really well, but it wasn't just something that we didn't get to see. It was like, you know, here's a deleted scene that also happens to be, like, Oscar-worthy acting. Here you go. Enjoy. And I did. I definitely did. Yeah, I agree. What about you, Tyler? What did you think of this scene? I thought it was really touching. Uh, seeing seeing Bucky realize that he he's no longer controlled by those words and being activated as the Winter Soldier. Even, um, I mean, at first I didn't know what they were doing with him. I thought he was like, <laughs> like he was going to activate him to to train or something. But mm-hmm. it's definitely more more touching than than that. So that's good. It's a good scene. Is it the same set of words every time? That's probably a dumb question, but yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, it's it the is. same every time. Oh. I don't think you can mix. You can't mix them up, or you know, I always thought it was like different. In there. <laughs> yeah, you just you throw know, different words. I don't know. <laughs> just to mix it up, you know, if you want like a happy winter soldier, you throw in, you know, you throw in some scat singing, some boobarp, and you know, you get a different, <laughs> like a a different version. 
Yes. Um, I really love how they uh, went from this scene and then back to the end of the last the scene from the last episode and really shows like how different the dynamic is now between yes. between Bucky and AO. And you can see that, you know, we just in that short scene at the beginning, we established that there's obviously a lot of trust and a lot of respect, but mm-hmm. also, you know, she's not playing around when she comes looking for the, the man who killed the, the former king of Wakanda. So definitely some tension that, you know, rises throughout a lot of this episode up until, you know, we'll get to it later with the um with the rest of the um the Dora Milaje. Yeah, I'm gonna get there. Yes. Yeah. So I don't like to go in uh chronological order, um chronological, chronological order. Uh so let's just we're sticking with the Wakandans. Let's go into that scene when they show up um and start really whooping ass <laughs> and um i i loved that scene it was re-watching it on the second time um it was a lot shorter than i remembered but i still thought it, it was great uh for some reason i thought it, it was like a really long scene but it really was only like three minutes which is, is fine it was um it was it was really good I love the line at the end when John Walker's like, they weren't even super soldiers and they still like beat them up and all this stuff. Uh, yeah. It was great. What did, what did you guys think about this scene? Tyler, you want to hit, hit this up? Um, this is a really good scene. I like that they, they put John Walker in his place because fuck that guy, honestly. He's just doing uh, his job, man. Just doing his job. He, he's got he's to gotta be put down a little bit. Like, just knock down a peg. Uh, cause uh, he shouldn't have tried to touch her shoulder. Yeah. No, that was definitely over the line. He did so much of this, like, typical, like, just jerky kind of, pa- not passive aggressive, mm. where he's, like, trying to be well-intentioned, but he's just completely misreading the situation. I think it was I passive. Mean, it was a little passive. It was passive-aggressive. Yeah. Was he, though, was he really trying to flex on them? I genuinely think oh, he, yeah. he was trying to, like, wrap up the conversation in a tidy little, you know, let's not, you know, in like in, in a diplomatic Captain America, mm-hmm. or what he perceived to be a kind of Captain America kind of way, but then he's also throwing in lines about like the pointy sticks. And yeah, it's dismissive, and he's yes. clearly he's you... clearly not just looking at their their uniforms and like the way that they're composing themselves. These aren't just fucking mercenaries that he's dealing with. These aren't just terrorists, or these are like this Warriors. is a different animal to what he's you know used to dealing with these is royalty warriors beyond anything yeah. that he's you know had to go up against both you know kind of verbally or physically and he starts he starts the scene being like you you want to fight falcon you know i put the shield down to make it even yeah he definitely he's... got an air about him for sure and when he says that they don't have jurisdiction there he that's kind of a weird line from him because oh, we're man. not in america we're in latvia yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, you know, and that w- they have the greatest line of um, "We have jurisdiction wherever we find ourselves to be," or something mm-hmm. like that. And really, all all those actresses just really playing the Dora Milaje. They they are just so believable. Like I'm not wanting to run into any of those people anytime yeah. soon because I like oh, Sam's fuck. line, <laughs> like you have a better chance fighting Bucky than you do the Dora Milaje. Yeah, and. Yeah, Bucky's pretty terrifying. Unless you know the arm, secret arm combination, apparently. Yeah. Apparently. It definitely felt time... like like something like a like a semi betrayal to him. At least mm. that's like how he took it because she dismantled the arm. He didn't. They know. He didn't know they could do that. But also, she doesn't call him Bucky. She doesn't call him White Wolf. She calls him James. Like like a disappointment. Oh parent. right, yeah. Hmm. That's a good point. I. Mean, I... I love the part when they're just beating up on um, Walker and, oh my gosh, his friend. Um, <laughs> and, Ballastar. Uh, yeah, Ballastar. And Sam is like, or someone's like, go help him. And they're like, you're doing great. Like, just like <laughs> condescendingly. <laughs> and then they jump in and help. Um, yeah, that scene is, it was, it was interesting. Let's, Let's just jump. Let's talk about John Walker. He's really. I mean, I'm not cheering just... for John Walker, you know, as a character, but also the, the character of John Walker is one of the best things about this show. So there is that as well. I agree. I 
I don't know. This show's getting me with John Walker because whenever he's Captain America, and I think this is the point, whenever he shows up as Captain America, it's just like you want to beat him up. And he's just so cocky and so arrogant, and you're just like, this is not Cap. I can't root for this guy, which I think is the point. And yeah. he he looks at it as a, as a soldier, which he and they have this great dialogue, which is probably my favorite part of the episode. Um, when he's talking about the Medal of Honor, and then you have you have that scene where he's out of the uniform, and he's talking to Lamont, and it's just this real like guy who's terrified yeah. and and is wondering if he t- if he should take the serum, and I'm like rooting for him. And I root for him when he's not Captain America, and I like feel for him and feel for his character. And then when he, whenever he's Captain America, and he gets his big head and looks at it like a soldier and looks at it very like saying like your partner, we're partners, like you know what I mean. It's just yeah. I think they're doing a great job. You hate him, but there's still a little part of him that you like understand and like connect and understand why he is this way yeah his whole demeanor completely changes when he's wearing the suit for sure yes which is something that we you know they make a whole point of with you know captain america in captain america of he doesn't change before or after the suit or the serum or any of this stuff and obviously in the yeah. last episode there's you know this whole, whole kind of thing of like putting these icons on a pedestal you're kind of setting them for, for failure and that's exactly what it is because he when he's not wearing the suit, you're right, he is a decent guy. He's not like, you know, he's not unlikable. When he, you can see he's trying to do the right things and he's trying to say the right things. And, and you know, but he's still trying to do the right thing. He's not just, I don't know, it's hard. He's not, it's hard to put, compare him to, to Cap and say that he's yeah. a bad guy, you yeah. know, because I don't think he is. He just looks at it in a different way. Like, yeah, he looks at it as a military man, which more even, than uh, Steve Rogers what was it yeah, technically military. You know what I mean? And to even to cut right to the end where we where everyone's taking pictures and videos of him in the, um, the fountain murdering that guy, and it's like, oh, well, that's not exactly that a That is shot. a crazy shot. shot. Oh, yeah, my gosh. So good. Such a shocking shot. But even when we see him doing that, and we see the all right, the public is seeing that, the press are going to see that. It's not a good look for Captain America. But at the same time, he's a he's a soldier, he's a military guy, and what what are they for if to not go out and kill terrorists? Basically, I'm sorry, but that's I don't not saying that that's what they should be doing, but that is basically what they do and what they are there to do. So what did, what would people expect to see Captain America doing or what do they, you know, and what people envision him doing versus what he's actually doing, you know, it's so different, but, you know, he's still doing what he's supposed to be doing even when he's at his darkest, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting, really interesting. Just not in front of the public. Like... Yeah. You, well, well, you yeah. can tell he's not a, a bad person. When, he talks, yeah. when he's talking with Lamar about his medals honor and how he got those for the worst day of his life and how he mm. could have saved more lives if he had the serum and stuff like yeah. that. You, you can see that he's not a bad person, but the, the, the real difference between him and cap is that uh, in parallel shots to the end, when he's, when he's slamming the shield down on the guy cap did the same thing to Tony in, in civil war, except he just stopped at disabling Tony's suit. That, that's where it yeah. ended. Oh, yeah. The guy was no. wearing armor, to be fair. I mean, Tony yeah. Stark, which this guy was in. <laughs> this guy, this is a guy running. Uh, he didn't take, he, I mean, he didn't kill Lamar. Uh, Carly did. But he was He was there for it. He was running he for held, He was holding people down and, you know, he yeah. was a con- definitely contributing factor. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's like, hey, I didn't do it. And broad daylight, crowd of people, and just murders this guy at least yeah. do it like in like a back alley or something yeah yeah that's the thing where i think the thought of like being the icon or being the symbol was gone and it was just i have to this is my military job or this is what i'm supposed to do to save these people or whatever um but that's exactly what it is though it's a military job and people want there to be a military people want there to be a police force but they don't want to reconcile yeah, but you don't the actual see realities <laughs> well, this is what i'm saying you know people want to eat the people want to eat the cow but they don't want to see the, the, the um you know the cow getting killed or whatever 
Yeah, but I don't I think, think that's what the thing. point of Captain America for like the um, like the American symbol. Like, I don't think it's for us to watch him like murder some man. It's supposed to like really be a symbol and bring us hope and stuff like that. And then we yeah. all that happens on the side and we don't see it. You know, like yeah. kind of with the military and with the police and stuff. Like we know yeah. they're or let's let's go military. We know the military is like doing things, but yeah. we still are like seeing the yeah. what's that called? The like the 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 TV side of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but then, yeah. what does the government expect to happen if they take one of those military guys, put them in a bright colored costume, and shine a spotlight on them for the world to see? They just the people are going to see them doing military things. You know, like it or not. Yeah, that's why I said the the government messed up. Like that's all the government. Definitely a bad public perspective, uh, because people out there on their phones they don't know that they just killed his friend. They don't know that this guy's a super soldier. Yeah. They just, see, they just see Cap killing a dude in the middle of the Cap street. Is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, cr- well, yeah. yeah, crazy. That's going to show the papers at the end of the day. A good uh, twist ending to kind of end on. And not really twist, because I feel like we were building up to mm-hmm. him being evil. I don't think he's evil, but, you know, having this kind of end. Um he obviously took the serum. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. pretty I mean, I don't know obvious. what the delivery system is for that. Is he supposed to inject it? Is he, you know, it's obviously not <laughs> the big chamber. He doesn't, he doesn't have a chamber at home, like a sunbed and a, and a super soldier. He just vapes table. it. <laughs> he puts it in his vape. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Um, what was the moment that you realized he took the super serum? Um, uh, the second he asked Lamar, would he take it? I figured he'd taken it by then. Yeah. But, oh, okay. Oh, I thought, I thought I he, took it, he took it after that. Yeah. Because um, I don't think we really needed That's... that scene. Um, I think this that scene was oh, it, it was a really good scene in and of itself. But I just think I think they did such a good job with White Russell conveying like in how the humiliation that like, he felt with the Wakandans and everything else. And I felt you just really saw that in his face. Mm. And the whole the whole scene with Lamar. It did, you know, it did help humanize him outside the costume, yeah. which I think was good to get that one more mm-hmm. time before. I think that's what downfall. the point was. Yeah. I don't know. I kind it's of felt also, like the whole uh, point of that scene was to sig- signal the the um the, the death of Battlestar. I kind of felt like it kind of became a bit, you know. You can see I didn't see his death coming, so maybe that was my yeah, fault. Uh, as soon as he his... took the serum, I was like, he's going to take the serum, Lamar's going to die, and off and, and down we spiral. And that scene, you know, cemented it. Although I will say about that scene is that, if anything, it seemed like Lamar should have been the one to take that serum, because he seemed to have a much better perspective yeah, on, you know, the, 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 the um, serum and, and the kind of ethics around it than, than John Walker did. And he didn't even, have, you know... Even John's, like, voice of reason... Since, yes, exactly. since he showed up. <laughs> he definitely would have been a better candidate, I think, for that serum. He he might have been an actual, you know, good Captain America from the start if we didn't pair mm-hmm. him up with some white psycho, you know, so that's maybe that maybe the scene that, was will. to uh, contrast the scene earlier where Zemo asked Sam would he take the serum? Yeah. And Sam mm-hmm. immediately goes, No. Whereas they're both kinda like, Yeah, we take it immediately. Yeah, which mm. I get is just the fact that they both said that they would take it is supposed to signal like, oh, well, these probably aren't the right guys. But like I said, I think Lamar had mm. a pretty decent attitude about how he kind of just said, well, it just make you more of what you are, you know, which maybe was a little bit naive. I don't know. We, we'll probably see more of, you know, we'll probably get some more layers of John Walker as he kind of unravels himself over the course of the next two episodes, which I'm really looking forward to because he's the best thing about this show by far. Yeah, rest in I, peace, Lamar. Rest in peace, Lamar. Yeah, Let's. Was, uh, that was a savage way. To I didn't. Die. I didn't see his death coming, but I probably should have because in the comics, <laughs> his death. Uh, John Walker goes crazy because his parents are killed, I believe. And since right. we don't get anyone, we don't really get anyone close to him. Yeah, uh, in, in this series, aside from Lamar, and I think maybe his his wife that we saw his first appearance briefly. Yeah. So Lamar had to take the bullet there. Sorry, Lamar. Yeah, that was um, that was rough. Like he got like shoved into 
or like thrown into a pillar. Yeah, he like smashed his back and smashed his chest all at yeah, once. Yeah, he was out <laughs> like instantly. That was a whew, that was a scene. Before we talk about that whole scene, I would like to jump back a little bit and let's go yeah. into the like Zemo Sam Bucky part of it yes. and lead into the Carly part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just. I mentioned before, there's a couple little things writing-wise that bothered me, and they're just stupid things. Um, when Sam is talking about his TT, and they're, like, making fun of him, I was like, is that not a, co- like, that's not a common thing? Like, I hear people call their aunt TT all the, like, I, it, it just felt weird. Like, there's certain reactions that they write into this show that I'm just yeah. like, this isn't normal. Or when Zemo is talking to the little girl, and they're like, what is he doing? I'm like, he's getting yeah. information. What do you mean, what is he doing? Like, just stupid things like that. And I'm yeah. like, I don't understand. Like, Or Sam just walking into this building and is like, hey, do you know where... I don't know what the woman's name is. You know where uh, she is, Mama? Mama Danya? And yeah. they're, I'm like, dude, <laughs> you can't just walk into some random building. They know who you are. They're not going to help you out. Like, you have to be sneaky. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So that kind of stuff bothered me. But. The TT thing, I kind of had a slight issue with. I mean, I liked it in and of itself. I liked, you know, how it kind of just kind of added an extra little bit of culture to, um, you know, Sam, Sam Wilson's, like, family life outside of, you know, the sister stuff that we've already seen. Yeah, not stuff. everyone is aunt. Like... My issue is, is that it's such a tired trope in things to have characters make fun of what another character calls you know, yeah. an, an yeah. old family member or something. Nah, it's such nah. an thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it wasn't something like, he didn't call her like, you know, fluffy pie or something. It wasn't like <laughs> really bad. Like, yeah, it was just like, but, but the other thing is the detective element of, oh, well, she just had somebody close to her die. I had somebody close to me die and our cultures must be exactly the same <laughs> and have exactly the same death. <laughs> Kind I of, did um, that too. Rituals. I mean, these are European. These are like what well, I don't know. You know, like Europeans. You're just, you know, people. They're like quite a diverse crowd of. Like you know, it was, they it don't was know what hunch, she is. But it definitely was weird that it was like around the money. Yeah, it was straight on. Like, oh, we, the, yeah, the, we we had a funeral for a week, so they probably in Latvia have a funeral for a week as well. Really. And also, if you're a terrorist on the run, do you really stop and have a week-long funeral? Yes. No. <laughs> you're on the move. You're losing soldiers. This is a war, damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have the scene, Sam. Is it? I don't know what that building was. Um, I guess it was like a school workplace refugee. He calls them refugees, and the guy has a great oh, that line. Seems great. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're internationally displaced persons mm-hmm. or something like that. That scene is really cool because it um really kind of starts to show how the um like the relevance of the stuff we saw in the earlier episodes with Falcon and his family and he's kind of now seeing this different perspective on how yeah. these problems that are affecting him are basically the same problems mm-hmm. that are affecting these other people, you know, in a slightly different context. And he's starting, you can see the cogs in his head where he's starting to realise, like, oh, there's room here where I could see how I could be, like, maybe be a different kind of Captain America that, you know, kind of focuses on different levels of problems and and, and kind of tries to benefit society in ways other than just, like, punching Nazis in the face, you know? And mm. I think you can really see him, like, internalising that with, you know, they didn't, stop to have any conversation about that and I know a lot of people kind of criticise the show for not focusing enough on the the thought process of like why he turned the shield down and and stuff hmm. and and I feel like we, we really delved into that without having to you know exposition our way into it so I thought that was a hmm. really really well done little yeah, I feel like, there. Yeah we didn't really have to get a whole speech of why he turned down the shield like i i, I don't, don't think so but it was just something that i've kind yeah, of seen some it, people it's pretty obvious why he why he turned it down yeah but i think a lot of people kind of like well you obviously you, you know if you turn it down they're going to give it to somebody else and maybe you should have just taken it anyway even though you didn't want it for the betterment of you know everyone or the perceived betterment of the situation at mm-hmm. least 
and and I think you know, so you could kind of see why he would take it or not take it then. But I think they're doing a really good job of just kind of like colouring the, you know, where his head's at, you know, with his perspective on the situation. And there's mm-hmm. that great line as well where Bucky says, "I'll if you don't want it, I'll just I'll just fucking take it." Yeah. It's like he didn't yeah. he didn't give it to you. He gave it to me. It's like yeah, but you didn't. You know, there was some really good stuff there, and they didn't go heavily handed on like the buddy cop romance comedy stuff in this one. The comedy was pretty. That's why I was minimum. just gonna say that I felt like the yeah. comedy was very good this episode. Like there was just little bits of joke. The one joke where Zemo's talking about um, Nazis. Uh, Ultron and Avengers and Sam's like, well, those yeah. are our friends. He's like, not the Nazis. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I was like, okay, just a little bit of humor. <laughs> like, yeah, that was good. There was there was just enough. enough but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't too much. Like mm-hmm. they they really tried hard in one or two episodes, and this one was just more. This one was yeah. the authentic Winter Soldier esque episode that we've all been yeah. wanting from this show. I think this episode really. Perfected. There was one little line from Bucky that I didn't like that I thought was supposed to be funny and it wasn't where he, he hits the guy down and he just tells him to stay, stay down. And oh, I was yeah. like, that's so I that, 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 feels so, that feels so in character for Bucky. Yeah. He's not that kind Did of it? guy. To, to come is, is, with, is he going to make jokes about like I thought that was funny. People. I was like, uh-huh. um, yeah, I was going to say something and I forget. Uh, okay. Uh, let's talk about Zemo. A little bit, yes. kind of. Um, I love the scene when he's singing "Baba Black Sheep," and yeah. I, I feel like Zemo gets it. Like, and I guess that's probably the you're supposed to see the difference between him and Sam and Bucky, where like they're just kind of using their brute force to get things done, and Zemo's Kicking like people through doors, playing yeah. the game is taking the Turkish delight, talking about his son, which I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he writes uh, yeah. that whole scene right up until like the bare oh, minimum so acceptable line of creepy. Like when he's walking up to the kids and he's, you know, offering the so creepy. To, like, <laughs> he, he rides that so uh. far up, and, you know, where he just anymore. And we would have just lost all sympathy with that character. But he really did oh, a no. good job of like, you know, where he sets it up earlier with the Turkish delight. And yeah. then they kind of look at him like, what are you doing? But then he kind of tries to tell the kids that Bucky and Sam are bad guys, which I thought was yeah. kind of unnecessary. Because yeah, yeah. a weird line because it doesn't, it doesn't really come into play at all. That's, yeah. that's what I thought. Maybe it's a setup for later. Because I thought the same thing. I'm like, is he going to turn on them? Is he going to uh, – we see yeah. him with Carly later. I was like, are they going to team up? The complete opposite, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, oh, that was a little weird. Yeah. Now, um, yeah, yeah. But I'm still Zemo love Zemo. <laughs> going after Kylie, we set it up earlier where he has that scene with um, I think it's earlier where he has that scene with Bucky, and Bucky um stands up to him and he he like oh yeah, the thing. Mm-hmm. and you just see the rage and the fear on um Zemo's face where you like yeah you really believe that this guy's like these fucks need to just not be around like this is this is that exactly scene was great too about. Oh, he yeah. just gets up grabs that cup and bro, yeah and like, Sam has that good shit. line where it's like he's gonna do that stupid help head tilt thing he's like he, he corrects <laughs> <Yes>. his head <laughs> he's not even in focus when he does it that's such a good moment his yeah. head was already there and he's just you know, I mean, just the way he's body language for the like the whole character, the way he's walking, he's kind of got this weird, so good. I love him. Nerd swagger. I can't tell you on. how many TikToks I saw of him dancing in the club last week, just over and over. I love him so much. It's so right. funny. Marvel needs Kevin to get is... on that jacket. Put that jacket Stupid out. Jacket. People want to wear that jacket. People want the fur collar, fucking purple jacket. That's what for Halloween. Uh... Everyone's gonna want that. And so dancing good. in the club when we can all go back to clubs and Halloween is back. No more clubs. People in the jacket, <laughs> in the Zemo jackets. Let's, this, let's, let's go do this that. This Halloween, that Scarlet Witch and Zemo. <laughs> the hottest <laughs> Halloween costumes, I'm calling it. Um, okay, let's talk about Carly. We, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just Carly. How are we feeling about Carly? How are we feel about this villain? They really kind of setting up the power broker in the background. I wasn't loving her. I thought she was one of the weaker things about the show for the first few episodes, but she really mm-hmm. steps up in this episode. Um, I agree. And we get a really good parable between 
her story and what Sammy's got, like, like I said earlier, with like kind of that scene was what great they're too. going through yeah, and what Sam really is going through until Thingy fucks it up. Yeah, fucking, fucking John. Fucking the tent- oh my god, him, him sitting in there just like looking at the clock and like freaking out. I was like, oh, this is so good. I think he's doing. Uh, Wyatt Russell is doing a fantastic job because I know everyone he hates is, him. We all want to We hate no. him, but he's just so good. Yeah, there should be some Emmy nominations for this for sure. For, he's there's, there's at least like four or five really great performances that and have happened Zemo. in multiple episodes. <laughs> and Zemo, that doesn't give, count. Give me Zemo. Uh, yeah, the scene at the like funeral, um, her little speech was great, and I really do think they really stepped up her character this episode. I agree. Mm, and yes. then the conversation between her and Sam, it wasn't. It didn't feel. I thought it was going to feel more like villainy, you know, with her. Kind of like, here's my master... You know how they make fun of it? I think it's in Deadpool. Like, here's my villain speech. I'm giving you my... It just felt very natural. And the way she was talking to him just felt like this scared girl that didn't really... Was a little bit above what was going on. But still knew what she was doing. When she says, like, they got in my way and I'd kill him again. (laughs) Sam's like, wow. Yeah, I was like, dang, girl. <laughs> and I'd do it again. <laughs> I was like, oh, but yeah, that scene was great. John Walker interrupts, and I'm just like mad, screaming. One thing about Carly though is when when she realizes that Lamar's just been killed, she fucking bolts. She's yeah, out. Everyone, out everyone, everyone pauses and they they get out of there. Her they face. She she made a good like oh shit I just killed. John Walker's best friend, <laughs> Captain America's. Yeah, she completely. I mean, even even the guy that gets killed, he's like, it wasn't me. It's like, come on, you're part of the terrorist organization. <laughs> Accept the responsibilities of the situation. Uh, no, I I would be out just like her. Like that man. <laughs> like, come on, no, I'd be out. Um, I like the and, scene in the uh, graveyard. Yeah, yeah. Cause he's the he's the guy who gets killed is the one who's like I really I looked up the cap when I was a kid. Oh no, I didn't realize. Oh, <laughs> he's so the one who gets killed at the end by by new cap. It's very ironic. Yeah, that was brutal. Wow. And he didn't even seem like he had an American accent necessarily. So it was That's just true. like if you're from another country and you're a fan of Cap, that is some serious bootlicking. Maybe that's why know, she was like, going. "Should I make <laughs> fun of you?" Lie. For I mean, it, even if it is Steve Rogers' cap, like he doesn't know that he's actually genuinely a good guy, you know. That's true. It's pretty lame. I think if Cap was a real superhero, he would be the lamest one to be a fan of. Really? Uh, it, <laughs> well, That's a good on. question. Especially you think it's the last, Cap? like, of course, especially the last like five years, you know, with the political climate, Cap would have been just the most unlike superhero. He, Cap would have been cancelled <laughs> if he was real. Even Steve Rogers, without John Walker, they would have cancelled him a long Republican. time ago. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to go there. Um, <laughs> and you're telling me that there was never once any footage of Cap, like, just killing soldiers in the war. Like, you know, come on, is it is it really any different? Just because, you know, the political lines are drawn a little bit differently now than what they were then. You know, he's still doing the exact same act of, you know, brutal murder with a shield. But just because the, the I don't think he ever different. murdered someone with the shield. No. Oh that, come on, he was in the indirectly. Wall. He like maybe you like go back, go back to like the first Cap movie and like the first couple of Avengers movies, and he booting in Age of Ultron. He's booting Hydra goons through doors left, right, and center. Yeah, but he didn't dead. take it and like <laughs> like that i thought his head i thought he was gonna cut his head off and i'm like that's a little too far (laughs) you like how my name was cooked differently okay i thought they were decapitated oh my gosh i like some mashed potato with a shield (laughs) (laughs) i was like no this is too much um yeah and then carly running away and uh that whole little like quick chase scene and then zemo um Messing up the super serum. Yeah, <laughs> For an yes. I forgot he hated the them. I don't know why, because they really <laughs> made you believe that yeah. they hated them. And I was I like, right "Oh my god, he's gonna take the serum!" And then I was like, "No, that goes against everything." <laughs> everything <laughs> I mean, um, I did. I did look at him. and I was like, 
is he? Because I thought maybe he might go down this path of like, maybe yeah. to, in order to, because they're like, is this is becoming a problem that's kind of spreading beyond just one country, beyond I just Hydra that. or one organization. It's like, maybe I need to just take this stuff so I can kill all the other ones that's what and I kill thought myself at the end, because he was going to kill himself at the end of Civil War anyway. So he's clearly got the capability to just commit himself to a cause. We've seen that. He could have taken the serum. It would have been a long shot, and I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, um, still I was cheering. To see him sword fight, though. I was cheering pretty loud when he was when he was crushing the serum. <laughs> yeah, pretty cathartic, very wow. cathartic. And we should want more soldiers, right? Because we want like more action and more dudes punching each other and stuff. And they did exactly in this what they did in um in Civil War, where they set it up like, oh, the third act's going to be like this big battle with all these super soldiers in this lab in Siberia, whatever it was. And then obviously. Oh yeah. Demo just shuts them all down and he's like, yeah. nope, it's just me fucking with you and that's the enemy that you're going to Yeah, we didn't even with. see that. Yeah. So they, set, they were setting it up in this that Flag Smashers were going to like make more soldiers and we were going to get this big army fighting the Dora Milaje and all, all this other stuff maybe. And he's just like, no, I'm just, you know, I'm going to get rid of these. And it was believable that one could have just rolled between those two bottles. Normally when they do scenes like that, it's so cheesy. Like, oh, but wait, there's one more. Yeah. But... I, I really felt like, you know, because we knew that Zemo is like in an emotional state when he was doing it and everything else, like, <laughs> it was believable that one could have, one you know, a, a genius yeah. like Zemo could have just missed one. And I like, I liked that. That could have easily been a really lame, yeah, cheesy, like villain that. moment. And they, they, they handled that really well. I would have liked to have seen Walker take the serum though. That's one small complaint. I feel like that could have been a cool scene of him kind mm. of just shooting up and that's probably yeah. why they didn't do it to be Cause fair probably, cause according to Carly it really hurts it's like she said it felt like her, her blood was on fire oh. yeah but she wanted oh. the first time of trouble anyway what does yeah, she know I mean, yeah, she got that's out of there that's um, <laughs> she wanted to kill Cap that was her like whole purpose of like other than like uniting the, the, the countries and everything, but yeah, she was yeah, like, yeah. I want to kill their mascot. And she literally killed his second hand man, got the close to him as she ever I think that was get. an accident. Do you yeah. think she killed him on purpose or was that an accident? No, no. She, she punched him. I guess she didn't realize how hard she punched him into that pillow. No. And, but if she and... wants to kill Cap on purpose, then surely she's not going to be overly cut up about killing, you know, Cap 2. Or, you know, be, Cap, Cap's but partner. now Cap's gonna come after you, really? and you just yeah. have to murder your like second hand man <laughs> in yeah. front of everyone. Yeah, they sell it up in the last episode that she had no conscience about blowing up a building full of innocent people, yeah. and now all of a sudden she's she's really upset that she's accidentally killed one, you know, Captain America she's... allied person. I don't think she was upset that. she killed him. I think she was just scared. Like, oh, Captain shit. America, who she's been going after this whole series. She's this man is crazy. Mastermind, <laughs> goddammit. Mastermind your terrorism and fuck him up. Oh, my gosh. The one scene I didn't, I'm very, I was confused about, and even rewatching it, I'm still confused. Why did they meet her in the building and then leave and then they started fighting? I don't understand I, I what don't, happened. I that specifically but there is an element of this scene or this right the part of the writing that did bother me and it's where carly contacts sam's sister to send a message to to, to sam it was and weird. then she says you send him the coordinates or i'm going to come threaten your family and everything else and then before sam's sister is able to send the coordinates carly just texts sam where she is anyway oh carly so she, texts him yeah, and she already she already had his she already had his contact details apparently, and then also um, you might be right about the Sarah thing, but it was just simple as just texting him their location, like really. Mm -hmm. And then to top it off, the location was literally like two minutes round the corner from where they were. So they were like, oh, this is where Carly is. Great, she's in that window over there. And then they just <laughs> go and bust her. It's like. Really, you could have just shouted out the fucking window and found her that way. They were that close. It, it's like it really weird. the whole planet. This is a globetrotting adventure, and a lot of it is conveniently take place, taken place in Latvia. Yeah, and I love it. Does look beautiful. It does look beautiful, and I love some of the cinematography and the locations and stuff. But it was obvious that like their budget, they needed to stay in this location for a bit because I'm glad that the only just, one like, that thought it was right weird. There. She <laughs> was right there because they go there to meet her. Uh, 
Sam and Bucky. They get Sharon. Sharon contacts Sam and says, hey, Cap's here or something like that. And so they, they go towards him. But then Carly tries to stop them. Yeah. I and thought that, that was so... A whole, a whole she said, scene. I'm trying to decide if I need to... Oh, no, she says it to Sarah. I need to decide if I need to kill your brother or not. And then they show up in their Avenger uniforms or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it just felt weird because we just saw them wearing normal clothes. And all of a sudden, like, he yeah. has the wings and stuff. And I was like, wait, what happened? Yeah, and then, he just... and then Carly being right around the corner, it just felt very choppy. Almost like they Yeah, he, like, out, walks like... in. He's like... Carly! And I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you screaming? <laughs> like, what is happening? And then they have this weird conversation, and then Sharon Carter is out of nowhere. She shows up in this episode. Still don't know why. For one second. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, very weird. Two, around two scenes, kind of. We still yeah. don't know what's going on with her. Uh, talks about kind of sets up. Well, yeah, yeah she's tracking some um, John Walker via a satellite. She's clearly got, and she's she's been cut off from like Shield and the CIA and everything else. So she's clearly not. But just we don't in the know who game. she's working with. Clearly not the art game people. Maybe the power broker who they mentioned clearly. him. Do you think uh, we're going to see the power broker by the end of the series, or is that just like yeah. a name? Is it an actual person? If is it we, like if we do see them, I think it might be maybe. Maybe a last episode Have uh, already after seen credits, or maybe yeah, maybe we've already seen them. Maybe it's just a reveal. Is uh, it Zemo? <laughs> is it Helmet Zemo? That is my <laughs> guess. I mean, is it like a title? Like so. or is it an actual person? Is it a comic yeah. thing? What in is the, comics, the power In the comics, the it's a person who uh, gave uh, like super soldier serum to different factions. They gave it to. Yeah. John Walker in the John comics. John Walker, I think, they gave it to a bunch of other people too. So I don't think a lot of the Zemo, Thunderbolts. They're still, yeah, they're still doing that. And we know next episode there's going to be a a new re- character reveal that hasn't been in the MCU yet. So we don't know who that is yet. Spoilers. Yeah, I mean, I, I have some theories on who that's going to be, and. I'm not going to, it's based on, I'm only theorizing based off of like, I don't know what, rumors and stuff. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into it because I don't want to ruin it. It's not like a major, it's like a D, if it's who I think it is, it's like a D list, you know, Marvel Michael Fassbender. Kind of character. It's Michael Fassbender. Calling it back. <laughs> but I do think, I do think we're going to see the power broker. I don't know how we're going to get any more, like, superpower people. Yeah, of course it is. He's coming into a make an aerospace. It's everyone we thought from WandaVision. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just finally showing up. But but it was in their contract that they had to all appear in one episode (laughs) because of the rumours, and they just moved them straight over here and and worked them in that way. But no, I do think we'll see the power broker. But then what does the power broker do now with no, no serum, nothing? Do they have other means of making superpower people? Are they then going to go and maybe now that all the serum's destroyed, is this how Isaiah Bradley comes back into the picture? They then go and try and capture him to take some more samples. And then that could kind of bring that storyline back in and Sam and Bucky will probably have to go and rescue him. Or maybe they've got other people, you know, hooked up mm. to drips that they're siphoning serum off of. Or maybe they're just like, oh, well, Kylie will just take you and, and just use you as a lab rat. Mm. You know, because the power broker is clearly not going to be happy with her because yeah. she's lost Calls her a little girl. And they're after her now. And yeah, I mean, it's going to be a big clusterfuck with the Wakandans and the power broker and what's left of Kylie's crew after they all ran away. Like, oh, yeah. We something got I'm not going to say. A whole bunch <laughs> that's going to happen. Um, I have a quick question. I was thinking about this today. Uh, so, WandaVision came out first, um, even though this, I believe, Sean said that this show was supposed to come out before that. Yeah. Um, and I've seen a lot of people watch that more than I thought they would. And I have seen people saying that they don't feel like anyone is watching this show. Not as many people are watching this show, um, which kind of surprises me. Uh and I guess my question is, like, do you think this show, do you feel like that's true, that less people are watching this, less people are interested in this show than that we're interested in WandaVision? Um, and do you feel like if this show would have came out first, if it would have been reversed? 
Like, this would have been the bigger show. Um, I know. I don't. I don't know if people. I think everyone. I think everyone who's probably watched One Division will likely watch this. I don't know if it's it's been. It's not the same. Like essential. Like week to week. Oh my god! Yeah. What reveals are we gonna have? Kind of. That's it's true. Not had that same kind of bubble of. It's not um, the the crazy big mystery that's no. going. What's on gonna here. happen next week? Really yeah. But I, but I do think if this was the first show to come out, it would be much more well received because people are. Oh my god! It's like Winter Soldier quality MCU. It's back. Yeah. You know, we're gritty. We're. I think because One Division was so weird, it maybe some. Yeah. I think a lot of people probably wanted more of that. And mm. from like the TV shows, and to kind of now go from that to like what kind of just feels like a diet movie to some people yeah. maybe. Yeah. I, but I think if this come out first, people will be like, "This is Marvel on TV done perfection." Yeah, you know? yeah I is, agree. This is this is Marvel, like almost Marvel quality in in the TV form. Of course, it's, yeah. it's longer than a movie would be because of the the yeah. episodes. This, this episode but... definitely feels more cinematic than the other mm. two. Three. But uh, WandaVision purposely wanted to look different until you know those last couple episodes, yeah, where it really got more modern. And those were, yeah, well, look, the obviously, WandaVision is purposely trying to be like a TV show that was kind of the whole mm-hmm. shit, yeah. Whereas this is like you say, it's, it's basically it's like 95% quality, you know, Marvel cinematic it's quality, especially this episode. You know, some of the, the cinematography was fantastic, all the stuff on um, Zemo's building and the other buildings in Latvia and stuff. The, we, the, the stuff with John good. Walker with the low shots and the, 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 yeah. the lens glare and all Oof. of this stuff. Was really I well forget done. that this is a TV show and I'm watching it. Like, it does feel like a movie. I and I want this episode to end. I, no. I wanted to sit there and watch two hours of this episode at this level and I'm ready, you know, and I hope we carry on moving forward with this quality and there's no, mm-hmm. you know, there's not enough room, there's not enough episodes where we can kind of afford to have a dip before we kind of crescendo again at the end. So I'm hoping mm. we kind of just ride this steady, steady thing that we've been doing and they don't try and kind of start throwing too many like super soldiers at us in the last few episodes, but they clearly can't afford more than one location. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Um, do we have any final last thoughts about this episode? Uh, I like that Zemo got away. Uh, that was cool oh, of him. Yeah. To, <laughs> to take advantage. Who beat the Avengers? Because uh, when the Dora Milaje were fighting, uh, he saw that as an advantage to just. <laughs> he said El Chapo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that was fun. Yeah. Well, we have an idea of where he's where he's going to, or at least where he'll end up at. We do. Uh, What's that idea? <laughs> one one of the first. <laughs> One of the first trailers uh, for the show uh, showed him at the Sokovia Memorial, which you brought up last episode. Oh, so we'll, right. we'll, he'll probably end up there. Oh, oh, yeah. Back in another nightclub, maybe, maybe another Zemo dancing. I don't think Sokovia is going to be that kind of um, place anymore. To be honest, I don't think that's the vibe <laughs> that they really have. It's more of like shame. a you know Chernobyl crater vibe. Than, than anything else. Oh, so sad. So, Do you think they're going to kill off Zemo by the end of the show? I really hope no. they don't. No. I don't okay. think they've made no. him well. They've made him too sympathetic to kill him. I think they've really. I just think he's of, a great villain. Like I just yeah. think, yeah. like he's a great villain, but also he's a up, great anti-hero at the same yeah. time. Because yeah. he definitely. And and the thing about that, he is also part of the Thunderbolts, which. We might be getting oh. set up to. They're so setting up the Thunderbolts, and I think we're going to get more Thunderbolts set up in this show. Which is kind of very interested about, about characters that we might see. Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. And, and uh, I just, I'm, I'm excited to see where we go next because I, I feel like the government's not going to be happy about this uh, situation that they're in. No. <laughs> Clearly, uh, he's doing what they, they paid him to do. He's doing their wanna, job, obviously. Might want to take that shield back from him uh, as fast as they can. Give it and we to know Sam. that we know that Sam gets it somehow because we see him and we see him and yeah. Spoiler, kind of bummed that we've seen that. Yeah, I, I, I saw that clip oh. and I was kind of bummed that we've seen that because I, I did not see that clip. So thanks. When I saw the clip, I assumed that was going to be like right at the beginning yeah, of the show right before the he handed it off and decided no, this isn't for me. But yeah, he, we haven't seen unless it was cut out from. Yeah, unless it was cut then. Which Maybe it's a fake would scene. Suck, but would be better than 
having yeah. it in there and me having already have seen it, I guess, mm. because, you know, oh because God, that kind of, it looks like a post-credit scene. In the, If you look at that scene that they released in the context of what we've now seen in the show and with four episodes in, it seems like Sam with the shield is like something that wouldn't happen till right at the very end. But, you know, maybe there's, 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 there, could, there could be more to it. There could, there could be more to it. Like John Walker, you know, it's not just a chin. You know, there's a real dude in there as well trying to do the right thing. <laughs> you could tell he was losing his mind because he looked like like a like a rat in that mask, like a, the scrub. He, he's in the face. yeah, the beard yeah, looking he's, scruffy. He's tweaking. He's, he's jaws yeah. moving. He's tweaking. His eyes are like that's a great shot. And and the so shot where good. he brings the shield up and you see his like his mouth open. That, yeah. It's like intentionally fun- unintentionally a, funny. I believe that's a um a cover from one of the um comics in the John Walker run. I believe that shot is like yeah. one of the famous appearances that. of um of US Agent and he's got the shield up and he's got this bloody grin on his face and stuff. So yeah, I was you know, not just for the um like the homages and the Easter eggs, but just like I say, the cinematography, so good. Mm-hmm. So many fun and moments. Score, really good. Yeah, yeah they didn't overdo it. They really kind of let it just simmer and play it. I think it kind of got a bit dramatic in some of the other episodes. Um, so, yeah, they, they, they rein that in for, for great effect. Great effect, yeah. <laughs> Any other last thoughts? Is that all our last thoughts? Okay, I'm going to take it as a yes. Um, okay, yeah. well... Put me on a fountain and... and hit me with a shield. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god until next next week next episode dean where can the people find you or follow oh, get you me guys at helmet demo that's not my permanent twitter <laughs> handle that'd be amazing that should be get me, um, yeah dean lewis 2099 on twitter um go and follow me there for, for fun movie jokes and and random stuff and maybe yeah. helmet jokes if you're lucky i might get highbrow go find out <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyler, what about you? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Tyler Tyler Rims. That's T Y L E R T Y L E R I M S. You can also find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Tyler Tyler Rims. And you can find me also on Twitter at S E B O C K. You can follow this, um, oh my gosh, network. Ooh, sorry, Josh. <laughs> the Merc with a movie oh, blog at a movie, movie blog, blog. Merc. The Murkiest um, Movie Blog on YouTube. I'm really you bad at doing outros. Put some respect on the Movie Blog's name. It's fine. Uh, we are live <laughs> every Friday, except for today, which is Saturday, at 6.30 uh, EST. Did a little switcheroo. And, um, yeah, we will see you next week to recap the next episode. Until then, oh goodbye. Bye, yeah. Jay Wade. <laughs> see you soon. <laughs>